Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Hi everyone, I'm Teresa Heal, and I want to thank Chris Platty for talking about Young Living Essential Oils. So I'm going to talk about a few of them myself. We have Thieves Essential Oil, and it supports a healthy immune function and may contribute to overall wellness when taken as a supplement, which is our Thieves Vitality line. We have Peppermint, it's fresh and energizing. You can diffuse it in the room while you're studying to improve your concentration, which is great. Then we have lemon, which also aids in concentration, especially wonderful aid for children who are struggling with school or have learning challenges. Those are just a few. So if you have any questions, contact TeresaHeal at Comcast.net. T-H-E-R-E-S-A-H-E-A-L at Comcast.net. Thanks. Have a great day. And thanks, Chris. Strictly Hip Hop. As always, I'm your host, Chris Platty, and coming to the podcast for the first time is my guy, Animal Brown, one half of the On Deck TV Hip Hop Podcast, one of the dopest hip hop podcasts in the game right now. How you doing, sir? Man, I'm good, man. I'm glad to be here. I appreciate the props, man. Oh, yeah, man. A hundred percent. I mean, you're, you're, you guys are really one of the one of the hip hop podcasts that when it drops, I listen to it's it's one of those ones that, you know, I'm sure you're like me. You know, I listen to a bunch of podcasts, so some fall in and out of the rotation, but y'all stay in the rotation <laughs> heavy. man. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, now I'm with you, man. I listen to a lot of podcasts, some one or two. I got to get to day one, a couple that can kind of wait. Uh, so I, I know the feeling, man. I appreciate it. I mean, a lot. Real talk. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm glad to finally have you guys on. So um, I'm having you you on to review Nas, and then um, a little spoiler alert: um, the next episode I'll do <laughs> will be uh, will be with with Spike Lou. The other half of the show will be reviewing J Rock's Redemption. But uh, without further ado, let's get into this, man. Uh, Nas. Honestly, I'm gonna just skip the background info because, like we talked about before we got on, man. Uh, there's no need to introduce Nas. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Nobody knows who I am. It doesn't know Nas. 
<laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, man. He's a legend, obviously. Yeah, man. So this is his follow-up. Um, since his last album was what, 2013, if I'm not mistaken? 20, 2012, I 2012. think. 2012. Okay, wow. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's been a minute. So the current situation on this album was um, essentially he was working on an album as far as three years back or two years back now. And he had the song on DJ Khaled's major key Nas album done, you know, stating that his album was done, it's coming, all that. And um, then he scrapped whatever that album was going to be in favor of this string of good music releases, which is all seven tracks, all executive produced, all entirely produced by Kanye West himself. So um, let's just get right into it. So coming into this, what were your initial expectations? Man, you know what's funny? I had two sets of expectations. One set was pre-Pusha T album, and then I had another set post-Pusha T album. <laughs> when uh, when DJ Khaled was saying that, you know, Nas album done, blah, 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 it kind of started to turn into a myth, like like Dre and Detox. You know what I mean? I was like, Khaled's just blowing smoke up everybody's ass. It's <laughs> never going to come out. So my expectations were low. I honestly thought he was done, man. He's got a lot of things going on in the tech world. He's got clothing stores, businesses, investments. I thought the last thing on his mind was rapping. So I never thought it was going to come out. Now, when Kanye finally, you know, went on his Twitter rant announcing all of these albums dropping, and then I heard that Pusha T and was like, okay, beat this are going to be on that Nas like that that's when it started to come together like Kanye's doing a Nas album that's when it got real and I'm excited because if you're a Nas fan you're probably like most who wish he would take some direction with the production sometimes so to hear that he had some direction and it was Kanye which is one of my favorite producers I was ecstatic I, I was ready for this Oh yeah, man, a hundred percent. I echo, I echo all your statements. And uh, the Pusha T, the the Pusha T album just really intensified. I'm like, okay, man, now that this is really, now that we see this is really happening, and it kept building with each, uh, with each release because so far the production in the um, Good Music month or whatever you want to call it has been absolutely yeah. stellar. So yeah. you know, I'm getting. So I was really excited. Um, again, you kind of alluded to it. The one thing with Nas has always been. Um, as always been it he could he could do better with production or he could make better choices with production so i'm extremely excited when he's teaming up with kanye one of the uh one of the best if not the best producers in the history of the game and nas yep. you know coming off a of nas album done which to be honest is like it, it's a all-time all-time favorite like you know i don't know if i could ever come up with a top 10 favorite songs ever because you know that's just like impossible i can't even do that with albums let alone songs but, um, <laughs> right but you know that that's got to be in that conversation i mean there, there's that that beat is just so amazing it's crazy. and nas just snapping on that so um so nas coming off of that showing that you know obviously he's still he still got it he hasn't lost his punch like some of these ogs out here so right. Uh, so you know, I'm real. I'm really excited, and essentially, you know, you're getting, you're getting two goats on one collaboration. You know, and Kanye and one of the goats in production, and then Nas, one of the goats as far as rapping goes. Um, so you know, you're, it, it, it's just, it, it, it all seems too good to be true. It seems like a hip hop like fairy tale <laughs> almost. You know, and I agree, man. When these, uh, when these were getting announced. Spike Lou and I give him a hard time to this day. He thought that the Nas wasn't going to come out, and he thought the 
one of the other ones, he was like, we're going to get two out of four of these, you know, well, excluding Tiana, just speaking about the rap albums. Mm -hmm. He was like, we're probably going to get two out of these four max and the Nas isn't going to be one of them. And I, and I thought for a second, damn, he might be right. Like that wouldn't surprise me if that got pushed back or we didn't even know the title until the night before, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I <know. laughs> but luckily it, it all came through, man. Yeah, luckily it all came through. So Nas, Nazir, let's get into it. Um, I'll, I'll let you kick this off, man. What, what's one of the tracks you want to highlight on here? Man, I, I'll kick it off with the song that kicked off the album, um, Not For Radio, featuring Puff Daddy. Not Diddy, but Puff Daddy. <laughs> um, and 070 Shake. I, as soon as I hit play on this, and he said Escobar season is here, I stopped it and started it back over again. <laughs> uh, like, I, I needed that in my life. Like, that let me know that this project was going to be serious. And then you get Puff on there. Obviously, the classic is Hate Me Now where he and Puff. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a classic Nas record. Uh, Puff doing the ad-libs, talking cash money shit, just like he always does. And and then 070 Shake, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of hers. Uh, my man, shout out to my man, Jay hove He put me on her maybe like two years ago. He was like, yo, 070 Shake, she's going to be dope. I'm like, who are you? Who the hell is that? What is an 070? Like, what, I, I, don't, I don't know what you're saying. But he, he put me on her a while ago, and she laced Fab on one of his latest mixtapes. And I was like, yo, she's kind of dope with the vocals. She kind of, she sounds different every time she's on the record, and, and that shows versatility, and I like mm -hmm. that. That goes for this song. She sounds totally different. Than she does on Santeria, on Pusha T, or on you know on the, on the Yay project. So um, I thought she did well on the hook. I thought the beat was a perfect beat for Nas to kind of kick the project off. I'm like, okay, so the beats aren't going to be just completely left field because I I thought Yay was going to experiment, right? He's going to take this time to experiment and do something left field and out of box, and I didn't want that. Like, I didn't want um, numbers on the board beat. You know what I mean? Like even right. though that's cool, that's okay. But I, I, I didn't want that. Like, give us some heat. And so I, this set the tone, man. And, and then what Nas is saying, he's dropping lyrics on there that, that are like Googleable. Googleable. Yeah. However the hell you would say that. Like, I mean, he's dropping facts and, and saying some semi controversial shit that makes me want to go and Google and read. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's that's always good. I like some. I like some stuff, some music to have fun and stuff. But it's also like good to hear music and entertainment that makes you think and kind of use your brain. And makes you want to look up and research stuff. So I thought that was cool. I thought it was a good way to, to kick off the project. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I, I agree with pretty much everything you said. One of the points I want to first kick off with is the last point you made about just the about just what Nas is rapping about in this in the in this song. And it's really dope because honestly, this is one of those songs that this is one of those songs where you have to stay on genius, right? Like you have to absolutely. And, and um you know even then you know i still feel like i'm picking up gems you know because it's just <laughs> it, it's just so deep so i love that um and then you know the 070 shake is a great point because you know i'm coming from this i didn't know who 070 shake was until she got all the love from Pusha T's daytona album so i'm very very new to 070 shake i'm like who yep. is double 07 shake 070 shake <laughs> i don't know who you know, whatever shake, I don't, I don't know, man. Um, yeah. you're right. Uh, totally. That's exactly the analogy I was going to bring up. Just the contrast between Santeria and this record, um, is, yep. is, is drastically, is, is drastically different. Um, again, you said, you spoke on the puff intro again, when he said Escobar season, 
that got that got me hyped as well. Um, very very excited. Um, me me and my boy were listening to it. Um, we hang out at, at every Thursday night, and we uh, and we listen to the, all the releases that come at midnight. And nice. so we just kind of we just kind of look at each other. We're sitting in we're sitting in the whip just chilling, and mm-hmm. we and we we and we hear Escobar sees and we both look at each other like, oh shit, this is about to be a moment. <laughs> this is about to be a moment. And the instrumental is just so right away. It's like dramatic as hell. You know, Nas mm-hmm. comes in. You know, just his usual like poised, confident, mm-hmm. like inspired. Um, and again, like you said, dropping knowledge. So yeah, it's a. It's a it's a absolutely great track. It was um, it was pretty much um, to your point. It was pretty much kind of maybe not expecting is it the right word, but what I was hoping for, what I was optimistic, or what I yeah. thought is a, a Nas Kanye collaboration should sound like or would sound like. And so um, yep. yeah, you're right. I'm I'm glad I'm glad you said that because this was this was a dope track that right away stuck out and set the tone for the entire project with me. Yeah, man. And, and, and as soon as he started spitting and, and dropping some of the things he was saying, it let me, that told me right there, like, okay, yeah, I needed a Nas project right now. Mm-hmm. Like if, I, if there was any doubt of maybe what the game might've been missing um, in the last couple of years, even, even though I think hip hop has been pretty dope last couple of years, um, I felt like when he started spitting and saying what he was saying, I was like, okay, yeah, this, this is this is filling a little bit of a void uh, that's been gone since the last time Nas was on record, you know, with a full project. So as soon as I started hearing him, I was like, okay, yeah, this is what I'm here for. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent, man. Nas just has this has this this way about him that where where his delivery, the way he delivers, like you know, and, and the content that he that he brings to the table with his music is always so um you know we we do have ogs like ogs have really been making a comeback in rap um and for the most part they've been doing they've been doing it pretty successfully and so they've given us kind of that you know kind of that um established state of uh of view like that grown man hip-hop as it likes to be called um (laughs) yeah and but you know Nas is just different Nas is a different animal and so you know that you're right that i felt the same way when i heard this record was that all right like yeah I needed Nas. I'm excited for Nas. Like this is this is it. This is actually happening. You know, to bring it all the way back to what you said earlier. You know, this is actually happening. This isn't another kind of <laughs> pump fake. You know, it, it's really right? Happening. That's what I was afraid of, man. Even though it took forever to hit the streaming sites, that got on my nerves. But other oh, yeah, than that, though, it was like, okay, off. it's finally here. <laughs> man, um, th- those were really making those were really making us mad because we didn't want to like you know have. We almost didn't want to have our first listens be like through almost like a second hand listen. Yeah, like that's true. Listening through through a live stream, and you yeah. know my homie's into producing heavily, so you know he's very he's very meticulous about like I gotta hear it in the highest quality possible. Absolutely. You know? Like so so yeah so that was uh so that was pissing us off, but you know we got nuts, so we can't complain. <laughs> but uh, thanks. But uh, yo, so without further ado, I'll jump into the record I want to highlight, which is the record directly after, and that's "Cop Shot the Kid." Um, mm-hmm. So it starts off with this Richard Pryor skit, and you know, Richard Pryor is just making a comeback in hip hop skits. I tell you, you know, with yeah. the with the J Cole and now and now this one. Um, of course, it has the classic uh, sample of the classic Slick Rick track "Children's Story," uh, which is very recognizable right away. Um, you know, the song has great con- a great concept, great bars, but to me, and this is kind of a- off of a first listen thing, 
it was very, like, when we were first listening to it, it was very, to me, it was very repetitive and annoying. But as yep. I kind of sat with the track more, um, you know, with the cop shot the kids and it's just playing over and over again, it's looped, kind of like a No More Parties in LA type loop. And, you know, as I sat with the track more, I kind of came to the conclusion that, and this is my takeaway, so let me know if you agree or disagree, um, that yep. the repetitiveness of the instrumental is kind of like the point here because we have this massive problem happening every day in America and it's got extreme awareness, yet no salute. There's There seems to be a solution that's nowhere near in sight. And so, you know, it's it's brilliant for that aspect for me. However, me personally, the beat is still annoying. And because of that, I'm not sure how much I can go back to this record because I got the message. You know, I got I, I picked mm -hmm. up the I picked up everything that uh, that that Nas was saying in this song. So I got the message. And to me, the value of this song is kind of more in the message than the sonics. Yeah, and, and man, that's that's funny because I watched the live stream of um, for the listening party, right? And this track came on, and I immediately text my guys in the group chat and was like, "Yeah, I'm cool on this Slick Rick sample. Like, I'm good." <laughs> you know what I mean? But, right. but I will say when I when I did when the project finally came out and I downloaded it and I listened to it, it wasn't as annoying as when I listened that very first time. And then I thought Kanye kind of came in and saved it a little bit. Um, but yeah, man, I'm with you a thousand percent. I think that it's supposed to beat the message home and it, it may not win like sonically in terms of having like a lot of replay value for the song, mm -hmm. but I think he might've just been trying to get that message across and like, you know, it, cause we get it. it. It may be other ones that don't even peep that, you know what I mean? They just like the song or the sample or whatnot. So um, but I, it's, it's an okay song. It, it's one of my least favorites on, on the joint because of that beat. Although I do think Kanye came in there and kind of did his thing, saved it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And so, you know, to, to kind of sum up where I'm at with this track is this is a track like I listened to, I got it, you know, after a couple listens. You know, this is one I'll show my friends who haven't heard it. And then that's it. You know, it's not yeah. like, like it's, its value is in its first impression almost, their first couple impressions, not in like the the necessarily replayability um agree so that that's kind of that's kind of how i was feeling with that song um you want to jump into your next record yeah my next my next joint this I, again i heard this at the um at the listening party and it's the song everything with Oof. dream and kanye and man listen when I, so I, i'm originally from i was born in New York and Queens. So like, but I wasn't raised, right? So when I'm looking at the live stream and you can see Queens Bridge in the background and it and that's like it like a postcard, like it just looked crazy to me. And then you got like legends down underneath the bridge like listening to this and this the production on this in the background and the, and like what Dream is doing, who can actually sing mixed with what Kanye is doing, who whose vocals aren't as strong, but they've got more, like, feeling in them. Mm -hmm. Like, all of that mixed. I couldn't have been at the live show, dude. I would have been, like, in the fetal position, fucking, like, crying <laughs> in the corner. Like, it, it would have been done. It would have been too much. You know what I mean? Like, I'm down the street, grandma's house down the street. It would have been too much. I wouldn't have been able to handle it. That shit, the way it builds up, uh, is fire. I listened to this song probably 15 times in a row when I finally was able to download the project. Um, I think... The, the hook is bananas, but then when Nas comes in with, with the bars, like he's kind of touching on 
like the state of the youth in terms of social media with like with rumors and and a lot of the mudslinging going on kind of tearing people down and and how people kind of fall for that and they and they want to feel like they're involved so they jump in and, and comment and and how how that stuff means so much more to certain people and it's like it really shouldn't you kind of should take that stuff with a grain of salt um and then like just this the second verse was just as crazy though like where he's kind of talking about how um your baby being born and it's kind of like they're preparing you for like hurt the second you're being born with the immunizations and stuff and it's kind of preparing you for like how life will be and man, it's just that record is crazy to me like and, and it's just the the production is so cinematic man it's that's one of, that's going to be one of my favorite records of the year i can go ahead i can see that now Oh, I 100% am co-signing everything you said, man. Uh, 100%, man. So, so yeah, so this is the one where, um, you know, me and my friend, you know, not gonna lie, we were feeling the first song. Then the next two, we were kind of like, all right, you know, like. Yeah. And then, and then this one came on, and we're just like, wow. So, like, first off, the the amazing, the, the thing that stands out is just absolutely the Kanye singing is just, again, the, the feelings in that is is crazy i i love that song that song this was the song that immediately after the album was over i was listening to it over and over again for the next like two straight <laughs> days and um you know i threw it right in my i have a playlist where i do like my top 100 songs of the year and this is for sure a lock to be in there it's definitely it's yeah. definitely like it's probably like a top 10 for me i i i love this song so you know it's got the stacked choir vocals, the grand cinematic, oh. like gospel production, like you talked about. Um, oh. Again, just yay singing is like probably the best I've heard in a long time uh, as, as far as Kanye goes. Also, Dream, uh, Dream coming in perfectly as well. And then Nas, you know, you know, because we have this three, we have this like two and a half or three minutes of of, of just Kanye and the instrumental and Dream. And, yeah. and it's all building and then Nas and then it strips and then Nas comes in and Nas delivers and this is truthfully this is like as soon as I heard like the first 30 seconds of this song I knew this is exactly what I wanted from a Kanye and Nas uh, yep. um, collaboration and so Nas you know rapping perfectly uh, the child experience and pain for the first time like you brought up was amazing to me um, you know the buying a white man's mansion and hanging up a picture <laughs> yeah. of black Jesus and then the closing <laughs> bars just are always, always stick with me of the last verse. You know, I'm buying back the land owned by the slave masters. The pa the pant sagger put plans and actions to lay claim yep. to uh, the pan African made it happen. Yeah, <laughs> man, I was just like, I was just like Nas, is, man, Nas, come yeah, on, he's dude. Yeah, he killed it. And... He, he 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 killed that man. And and you know what's funny? That line that sticks out to me that the pant sagger made plans and action. Mm -hmm. That that stuff like that is why I I felt some type of way about how people were talking about XXX Temptation. Like I felt a way because I felt like when it when it, when people are like really young, like it's almost as if like they're not allowed to um, you know make mistakes. Like mistakes right. are mistakes, and people are gonna make them. But I feel like people get judged. When they get to a certain age and a certain maturity level, they forget what it feels like to be a teenager, and mm -hmm. um, and so you get you get a lot of people that look down on kids for you know for certain things. Maybe not something to the extreme as X, but even if it's just somebody sagging their pants or whatever it is, 
the way their hair is cut or some shit. Like people look down on that, and Nas is telling you like, yo, that that kid that that you used to look down on is now here. You know what I mean? And that and that just shows the ceiling at which a lot of these talented of these kids can use their talents to reach, man. And so I, I just I just thought that tied into a lot of things kind of going on right now, and I just thought it was it was a, it's a damn near flawless song. Yeah, man, a hundred percent. I I relate that Pansager line sticks out to me too for that very reason. I had that conversation. Believe me, I had that conversation plenty of times <laughs> with my dad as a kid. You know, um, growing up, just like you know, you know where that came from, right? Uh, you know, yeah. you, you know all that. You know how that conversation goes. Absolutely. And so, um, so yeah, so it, it's really just dope to set to you know you summed it up perfectly that you know it's it's basically that kids are far from a finished book you know right essentially and so i love that that nas that nas did that but um the one thing i want to run by you and this is the one thing that i to this day just gives me a little bit of mixed feelings about is um you know i i've we've heard this kind this type of kanye production before right like this is very um similar but i but i can't stop thinking of like of like this being like a lesser uh a lesser version production wise of a crack music by Kanye and that kind of leaves mm. a little bit of a small taste in my mouth i mean i still like i said I, it's still one of my favorite songs of the year so far but it but that little i don't know man does it does that sit with you like that or are you or are you just taking that, it for what it is and i'm out of here tripping then that, that's fun I, you know what what's so funny was leading up to this good music run i ran back that album that crack music is on so that's kind of mm-hmm. fresh in my head i can hear like the drum patterns being similar um and that's by the way that that kanye's first verse on there might be one of his best verses by the way yeah. but um i never thought of that man you not, now that's gonna be in my head next time i hear it, man I, th- th- you ruined it for me man damn, damn man <laughs> damn man i just out here and ruined one of your favorite songs of the year man I, my, my bad my bad on that one <laughs> No, I can see that though, man. That, that, that was that's a good catch, man. But I, I, I'm still rocking with it. It's it's different enough, you know what uh-huh. I mean. So, I, I can I can separate the two. I think I hope. <laughs> yeah, and I got some theories that I'll that I'll kind of dive into more in when we get to our overall thoughts of the project of why you know that is the way the way it is. But um, with, for now, I'll let you um, I'll let you jump into your um, or I'll jump into my final track that is um, oh, which oh. is simple things, the closer of the album. So, um, again, the same way, pretty much to kind of echo a lot of the things that I said on everything I'm going to say again here on Simple Things. Um, awesome beat, my second favorite of the album, of course, to everything. Um, this song is great, and this is, again, exactly how I imagined uh, a Nas and Kanye to sound together. Uh, this beat is very feel-good vibes while Nas is spitting from this uh, reflective perspective, just it has all the elements of a perfect outro and those that listen to my podcast know how much I value intros and outros. Um, I always hold them. Yep. I always hold them in high regard. I always, you know, put them of value them and have, and they have high importance to me. And so this one, uh, simply just does its job. And the one thing that stuck out is that, um, you know, this really stuck out to me for the simple fact that Nas actually had a little bit of a hook, and I'm like, where is this coming yeah. from? Yeah. 
You know, um, <laughs> that's one thing. That's one thing is Nas just kind of always lets the beats ride, you know, or has somebody else on the hook. You know, he doesn't really do his own hooks. And while this one is a very simple hook, it's just simple things in life, simple things in life. But, you know, I was like, okay, Nas doing a little something new. It, it kind of, it kind of every time it kind of, it, it, it kind of for the first couple of listens, it, it, it would always stick out to me, you know. Did it stick out to you in the same way? Man, yeah, I noticed that this was the only song um, on the project that he did his own hook, mm-hmm. um, and it's and it was it was a little bit of different sound. He wasn't quite like harmonizing it, so to speak, but it was right. just he put a little bit of sauce on it. You know what I mean? That he more than he normally would. Um, I'm I'm with you on the outro feel to it. It felt like the last song on the album. Um, if if I had a knock, I would have wished it wouldn't have cut off so quick after right. the verse ended. Um, I, I wouldn't have mind letting that kind of ride out a little bit, maybe even you know, flip the beat or just a little bit toward the end or something. But he ended it pretty quickly. Now, I'm big on intros and outros. I'm actually big on the sequencing of the project. I think that's right. important, like how it flows. Um, I, I look at it like movies. Like you can't have, you know, something that you wrote to be in the middle to play out at the beginning and then something that you wrote. it Like it has to have an art to it. Mm-hmm. So I look at the same thing with music. So I thought the intro was the was a, a, a dope intro. It sounded like an intro, and the and the last song sounded like an outro. Uh, it's the shortest song on the project, so it, it does kind of feel like the album kind of came to a halt. Um, mm-hmm. But but again, at this point, I'm kind of used to the seven songs. <laughs> like right, but before before that shit came out, I was like, but at Pusha T ended, I was like, yo, is this it? And like <laughs> I felt some type of way. But now, by the time this Nas comes out, I'm like, yo, who else can we get to do a seven track? You know what I mean? I'm like, yo, right. let's get let's get Wayne with Ye. Let's get Watch the Throne too. Like, let's get some. So I'm here for the seven tracks now. So um, it's it's still a dope song. I just wish it could have rolled out a little mm-hmm. bit longer at the end. But still, overall, a good song, good message, good beat, a good way to end the project. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm with you. The 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 thing that the the only criticism is the same criticism that you shared. Said I would have just let it rock a little bit because that beat is really awesome. Uh, really, just you know carries carries a vibe. The instrumental on its own carries a vibe, and so um, you know I would have liked to to ride out a little bit smoother. But you know um, Nas kept it simple, kept it short and sweet. Um, and this was actually. The interesting thing about this is I don't know if you peeped this was that it was the longest so far of all the uh, Kanye and Kanye produced albums that we've gotten. Oh wow, yeah, twenty seven yeah. minutes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was it was the longest. But um, without further ado, let's get into overall thoughts, man. Um, I'll take the lead here. So I was feeling a six point five out of ten. Um, this oh. project to me is good, but almost every track has some sort of shortcoming with me and some something that just sticks out about it and and you could tell by the way um pretty much every song that we brought up here was there was something that just didn't sit right with me for some moment and the reason why it's you know it's a 6.5 out of 10 is because when you have such a short project every little moment counts so it's almost like everything is intensified for me but um now sounded poised inspired focused on this project and came with great content making it solid um, but it was honestly the production side w- w- where it fell short to me. Um, the beats just didn't have a strong presence, and this mm. is where I think we can maybe debate a little because for the most part, 
I know with Nas, we come for the lyrics, you know, uh, that's just, that. that's who Nas is. So I'm cool with that. I'm accepted of that. Like, I have that mind state. But objectively, a lot of these beats feel incomplete or minimal, which kind of dampens the project. And also the mixing seems to really tone down the beats. Like, for example, in the headphones, they have a much stronger presence than they do, you know, with mm-hmm. speakers or in a car or something. And, you know, I think that's given Nas's attitude towards production that that makes sense why it is that way. Um, so I don't so I think it was by design, this whole minimal yeah. slash incomplete approach. But um, and, and, but lastly, I don't think I also don't think some of the production complements Nas as well as I thought it would. Um, also, there was the whole like Escobar, like so I know he tried to get that, you know, that that little, you know, Escobar like, you, you know, sound that little um Latin America, Southern America <laughs> sound in there. Um, that to me, yeah. you know, I, I understood why he did it. It, it just was kind of, it just was kind of like, I'm cool on that. So that was another thing. But yeah, I mean, overall, it was just really the production side. So um, tell, tell me where you're, where you're feeling about that. Um, So I, I'm going to go just slightly higher. Um, I'm going to go seven. It's mm-hmm. tough to rate these projects being so short. Like you said, there's, right. there's there's little room for mistakes. Um, when you have a seven-track project, almost all seven have to be hidden. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, no ifs, ands, or buts. If I had a knock, I would say white label, I'm kind of cool on. Like, yeah. I'm like, that's the one. I'm like, yeah, it's all right. Um, I felt like I could have used one or two features uh, specifically um, on Bonjour. I feel like... yeah. Ross or even Jay Z would have bodied that. Like that would have been, that would have taken up to another notch. Um, do you? And, and I do want to ask a question. Do you think that the kind of shortness of the project and kind of that that feeling that some people are saying is rushed? Do you think it's that, or that they purposely did it kind of minimalistic, um, kind of straight to the point to try to get those bars across and trying to try to get a message across? You know, here, here's my thing, and that's something, you're right, that's a question that's sat with me all through this month, essentially, when we're dealing with these releases every week, is that um, that essentially these feel, I, w- I wouldn't say necessarily rushed, even though like we heard all the stories about Kanye taking the album cover and working on songs like just an hour before it launches and all these crazy <laughs> stories, um, you know, yeah, you could say it's rushed, and if somebody makes an argument for it being rushed, I wouldn't disagree. I wouldn't entirely disagree, but to me, I feel like it's more so these are designed to be a moment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, all all of these albums feel like a moment, especially Ye. Ye really feels like, okay, this is exactly where Kanye's at at this exact point in time. Like, it's it's going to yeah. be an album... It's going to be an album in Kanye's discography. When we look back, it's like, oh, this is that time in Kanye's life, you know. And yeah. so I think these are kind of in Nas's too. Nas's is very, uh, for the most part, it's very reflective. It's very of the moment. And so, yeah. um, and, and, and Pusha T again sharing that element. And, you know, Kid C Ghost again kind of sharing that element. Kid C Ghost is probably the least of those. Yeah. Um, I, I, I feel like, but. Yeah, for the most part, I would argue more so. Maybe that's just me being optimistic and defensive of Ye, but uh, <laughs> but I think, but I I kind of see it as more of a moment as opposed to it being necessarily rushed. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, because I I didn't get the rushed either. 
Um, but I, there was maybe a time or two where Nas, is, Nas had a little bit of rust um, with the flow. Not mm-hmm. a lot. Um, maybe it's just been six years since we heard a full project. You know, I mean, hey. I mean that probably has something to do with it. But I, I, I liked it. I, I'll give it, like I said, a solid seven. I don't know where I could fit it in the discography. That's kind of hard yeah. to judge when you're working on something that's half the size of everything else. Um, so I kind of like, I look at these as more like an, a little bit of an anomaly when it comes to their mm-hmm. discography. I, I think these should be judged separately because like, yeah. honestly, like what seven song album are you going to put up against a Nas 15, 16 songs? You know what I mean? Like it's, right. it's, it's set up to lose. Like saying this is Kanye's worst album. Like that's not really saying anything. Like you're, you're comparing like a classic discography right. with something that was basically an EP. Like it's just, that's not fair. You know, so, but yeah. I think the project was good, man. I, I I liked it. I've been listening to it all week. Mm-hmm. Uh, each good music project I, I, I've been listening to, you know, more than the last. Like I, I'm feeling this run. It's got hip hop kind of buzzing. I like I like what they're doing, man. Yeah, man. I'm a, I'm a fan of this. Um, to be, I mean, coming in, of course, I was optimistic because I was high on everyone outside of Kid Cudi in that in in this whole in this whole like good music release thing. So, yeah. so I was very excited coming into it, uh, but but yeah, I, I I agree with you. I agree with you that these these can't really be put into context of discography. Like I think I even said that on the Yay Pod was that was that you know this is probably his worst album. But I mean, right. how is this really an album? You right. Know, like <laughs> like like how do you again compare it? Like like with Nas, I mean the closest thing you can compare it to is Illmatic, which is ten tracks, and that's just not fair because that's one yeah. of if not the best album ever. So that's just right. it, it, that's just again another standard where you're set up to lose. So I kind of see these as all little just flashpoints, little almost check-ins. Like, hey, this is where we're at. This is how we're doing. Um, you know, this is what we've got to say. It's all yep. very very of the moment and. And you know, and that and that makes sense, knowing you know who Kanye is, and knowing you know the state of it, and, and you know, to be honest, that that workload must be insane because you know it's not, they're not always using all. It's not like Kanye literally just gave each artist seven songs and said made it happen. No, he probably right. made like fifteen to twenty different beats for each artist in the span yeah. of like a month, and so yeah. it's it's ridiculously um, crazy. But yeah. So I agree with you. Um, I I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed this project for what it was. Um, you know, it had it had some gems. Um, ultimately, ultimately, I'm I'm gonna look back at it as a, as a cool project. I'll return to some records, but um, you know, to be honest, and maybe that's just because of unreasonably high expectations. <laughs> I, I feel a little bit disappointed in the end yeah. result. But for the most part, you know, I'm 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 satis- I'm satisfied because I got great records that I know I'm gonna play. I know I got at least a couple records off this project that are gonna last me at least throughout the rest of the year. And that's saying something when we got new music every week that's like popping. I mean, we had three incredible albums drop just this weekend. Wow. This past weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 three diverse projects. Like you right. know what I mean? Like one none, none is like the other. So that's yeah. This year has been kind of crazy. Like I, it was quiet at the top of the year, but it's it's he it's gotten hot lately, though, and I'm here for it. Oh yeah, man, a hundred percent. It keeps us busy, but you know what? We we're here for it. We're not complaining. We're not complaining. Absolutely. Um, hey, one quick we, question, man. If if you had if Ye came to you and was like, "Hey, man, 
I, I want to do seven tracks with whoever you tell me. What would you, who would you want him to get into the lab with and, and do one of these seven track good music joints? Ah man, you know that's crazy because you know you post that on um, <laughs> on on the on deck episode, which was which was really dope. Um, you came up with your four was I believe Chance, John Legend, uh, Big Sean, and Sci High. Yep, um, yep, yep. You know, I, I've been I've been thinking about this, and truthfully, you know, I really I really never came up with a solid answer like like Nas Nas really serves Nas really serves a purpose because it's like all right that one that one just made total sense from the beginning all right Nas yeah. is, a, is a very talented MC the one knock has always been production this sounds perfect sign me up 10 times out of 10 like yeah. but um but you know I I don't I don't really I don't really know who you know I look at a lot of my favorite artists I mean maybe maybe J. Cole um I see I know mm. that's unrealistic considering their friendship but I've never been as high on J. Cole's production as some. So, yeah. um, so I, nah, his production that... sucks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Good. Yeah, good, good. Glad I didn't have to, yeah. glad I didn't have to, you know, give that take walking on eggshells, but, uh, nah, yeah, it's I co signed that. So, um, so, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm very, uh, I, I'm, I'd be very interested in that. Um, but you know, even then, you know, with with J Cole, my thing is with J Cole is I like him, but I always feel like after every project comes out, I'm cool on him. You know, that's yeah, it, it's kind of always my it's kind of always my thing. So he's the first one that really pops into mind. Uh, honestly, Big Sean, because I'm a huge Big Sean fan. Of course, being from Metro Detroit area, like of course mm-hmm. that's my that's my boy. Like you know, I'm sticking with them through all the through all the corny bars and everything, man. I'm sticking, <laughs> I'm, I'm riding with I'm riding with Big Sean. Uh, you know, you brought up Wayne, but I, I'm kind of with you on, on the podcast. You said, you know, Wayne's kind of, you know, he's kind of like, all right, we, we, we've seen, we've seen his peak. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, personally, just like a guy like Dave East as well as somebody I'd be kind of interested mm-hmm. in, uh, just because I'm a big, again, Dave East fan. And, um, and I think that, I, I think that would be a very different style um, than what we than what we'd be used to. So I mean, honestly, I could just essentially just name my favorite rappers like uh, <laughs> like like uh, like the game, Davies, you know, all that. But um, yeah. yeah, I don't really have one that. There's not really one that kind of sticks out. Like, oh yeah, that'd be brilliant, you know. Yeah, I think if he um, I, I think if he closes the summer. I mean, this is I'm being super greedy right now. But if he closes <laughs> the summer with kind of the rest of the roster, that, like you, like I was saying, Big Big Sean. Sahai, you know, Sahai put the tweet up like, yeah, he told me to get my seven songs ready. So I don't know if he's cooking something to close out the summer. That'd be crazy if he did. Yeah. Maybe an 070 project. Like, that'll be wild if he closed it with five more. But I don't know. I I wouldn't hold my breath. Oh, yeah. But it'd be 100%. sweet, though. Oh, yeah. 100%. I'm, like you said, um, I was excited coming into these. So overall, um, you know, ten times out of ten, sign me up. You can give me, you can give me, you can give me four artists or five artists that I don't know. But if you if you say it's it, this it's another good music summer, I'm I'm with it. You know, <laughs> I'm with you, man. Count me in too. But uh, okay, so before we get out of here, uh, what were your favorite records on here? Um, I've got to go everything, mm-hmm. uh, Bonjour, and I'll say um, yeah, not for radio, man. Okay, wow. Um, Bonjour. That one didn't really stick with me as as much. Um, my favorites would be uh, 
would be everything, simple things, and then uh, Adam and Eve, I think. Okay. Yeah, I go with I yeah. go with Adam and Eve too. That yeah, was, I like that. that. I'm not mad at that. Um, but yeah, man. So, Emil Brown, man, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. This has been a, a long time coming. You guys do great work, and you could probably plug yourself way better than I can. So, um, <laughs> go tell the listeners where you can check out your guys' stuff because. Like I said, you guys are one of the best hip-hop podcasts in the game right now. Man, I appreciate it, man. Uh, man, you can follow us at On Deck TV Podcast. Uh, new episodes every Wednesday. And you can follow me, Animal underscore Brown, on Instagram and Twitter. And I appreciate the invite, man. Had a blast. I love talking hip-hop. I can do this all day. Yeah, man, 100%, man. I'm going to have to have you back on the podcast. I appreciate it, man. All right, man. Take care. For sure.